It's the State of Gaming Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. It's the State of Gaming Podcast from your PopZara pals over at PopZara.com. That's a lot of P. It's a lot of things to talk about. It is our dedicated podcast thingamaroll where we talk about video games. We talk about all the goodies that happen for the month. And that month this time is October 2023, the month of Halloween. This is Nathan Evans, Managing Editor of PopZara.com, back once again to talk about some pre-candy jitters, all the stuff that happened, a little bit of this month, a little bit of last month, because that's how we roll. And I can't do it alone, because I need Mr. Corey G-Man Gallagher to talk about it. Isn't that right, Corey? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm here. Uh, I'm actually a skeleton. There's a skeleton inside of me controlling my body right now. You know, technically, that's true. Like, that's absolutely... We all have a skeleton inside of us. What's the word? Physiologically? Is that... Yeah. Is that the word? Physiologically. That's a lot of syllables. I can't speak that many syllables at once. I speak at the language. No, um, no, but thank you. Uh, once again, we are recording this actually in the month this time because, lordy happens, uh, we got the numbers on time. The format, as you know, Corey, we talk about the biggest games that came out this month. We talk about the biggest games that sold last month. And we sort of uh, pick up the crumbs and see what's going on. We call that everything else. Uh, it's a fun one this time. There's a lot of big stuff. You know what's interesting? A lot of big games this month, not a lot of news this month. So it's going to balance each other out. So That's true. It should be pretty quick. should be pretty quick because everyone wants to go trick-or-treating. If you're a child, you want trick-or-treating candy. And if you're an adult, you have the real fun because Halloween's for you. But anyway, let's talk about it. October 2023. What are All right. The well, we got some pretty big games came out this month. I think uh, I'll go ahead and knock out the two biggest ones first, honestly. The first one, we can do them in whichever order because they're both about equally large uh, but I think we'll uh, do whatever a spider can first, because the first of these really huge games in October was Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Uh, it is actually the third game in the Spider-Man series, which, or rather the Marvel Spider-Man series, uh, which makes a lot of sense somehow. Uh, it is the sequel to uh, Marvel Spider-Man and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and that's especially... Uh, appropriate because in spider-man 2 you play as both peter parker and miles morales that's some synergy from the spider-verse movie that came out this year and made all the money absolutely true and uh this game is basically exactly what you think it is if you have played the previous spider-man games before you swing around new york city you solve crimes you help people out you fight super villains you, you forget you the best to part do it all what, you for, what's that you forgot the best part Oh, the part where you play as Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Sneak around. That's yeah. right. No, uh, everybody it. likes those parts the most. It's where you play as MJ and you have to sneak around and you just want to be out there web-slinging and battling criminals, but we no. got to get MJ in there somewhere. And You, yep. need, you need to ground it realistically and who better. But uh, you mentioned three games. It seems like more because the Spider-Man games from Insomniac have been so good. They've been Weren't they the first or one of the first um, PlayStation exclusive games to actually come to PC, right? Um, they were very early on in that list. Yeah, I, I can't remember if that or Days Gone was first, but I think it, it might have been Spider-Man, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were PlayStation exclusives. They did very well. Um, if you were a fan of the Batman Arkham series of games, like Arkham City, Arkham Knight, uh, you'll probably like these two. They're very similar. And you know what's funny? Your review is interesting because there are people... There is a little thing floating around. I just want to squash the bug now, like get in my spider's web nest and squash it, eat it up. Uh, that the, this was the best-selling, the fastest-selling PlayStation game of all time. Uh, that wasn't true. It was based on a lot of irregularities in the reporting. Uh, it sold a lot, and it's doing very, very well on the PS5. And so, yeah, as, I always, as I always say, if the sales aren't making you the money, you shouldn't care about the sales. The thing is, uh, how long do you think before this hits PC? 
Um, I would give it probably halfway through next year. Probably like when there is a slow period, usually during the summer, they will bring this out on PC. I will say this. The only reason I bring up the numbers is very simple. Uh, we are now in the age of PS5. Goodbye. Yep. So PS4 has been sunsetted. You've yeah, done we, well. we are finally in the next generation, several years after the next generation began. <laughs> yeah, and we're not talking about Captain Picard, but you know what? Make it so. So what's next? Uh, what's next is the other big game this uh, month. And there's been quite a few, but I think these two really knocked the rest of them out of the park. Um, though there are a couple surprises later that I liked a lot. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Wonder, though, is what we're going to talk about right now, which is the latest in the long-running Mario series <laughs> of plumber platformers. I don't really need to give them any, any introduction. You know what this is. You know what this game is. Why are we even talking about this game? They know what it is. That's why I bought it already. You know, just like Spider-Man, though, it had a big-screen Hollywood tie-in. Well, not necessarily yeah, tie-in, but it had to, uh, a thing. And not, definitely not a tie-in. That movie's not, I wouldn't say old, but it's definitely not new at this point. But yeah, that movie did really well. Uh, this game is doing very well. You really ought to play it if you like Mario or video games or fun at all, because it's a great time. What, uh, what do you think about a game? What do you think about a franchise where you can introduce concepts like hallucinogenics and elephants? I think we're, you know, it's funny. We talk about hallucinogenics and, oh, Mario's on drugs and et cetera, et cetera. And it's, as always, it's just kind of, it, like we talk about Puff the Magic Dragon, like, oh, it was actually about drugs. Like, yeah, everybody knew. Nobody felt the need to keep well, talking about it. Well, I don't necessarily mean it in a drug way, although elephants are the de facto symbol of in- intoxication. Um, oh, sure. But... It, it just from a creative standpoint, right? Just from a creative standpoint, because I don't think anybody would look at Spider-Man, uh, you know, the, the game we just talked about, and say, "Oh, it's mm-hmm. it's it's more inventive, it's more innovative than the rest. It's it's more of that," and that's fine. Right. But, but yeah, Spider-Man is definitely we we took a concept that already worked and just did more of it and added in a couple more bits of content and a few more gadgets for Spider-Man. Fine. Now, Mario Wonder, though. Mario Wonder is on such an established base that it actually takes concepts that we've been familiar with with Mario for years now, decades even, like the fact that, uh, well, maybe fact, I guess it's not a fact anymore, that, you know, these pipes that Mario climbs through, they just stay situated in the ground. They just sit there. Uh, no, in Mario Wonder, they, they turn into, like, snakes, and they go around the screen, and you're right on top of them. Uh, sometimes, you pick up these, uh, these magic drug flowers, which, of course, it's drugs, gosh, and, um... The the stages go crazy. Like one of them becomes a stampede. Uh, one of them becomes this weird pipe snake thing I just talked about. Well, uh, what about my, my fa- pipe snake. What about my favorite? My favorite. Uh, right, by the way, no spoilers. But when you play the game, second level in becomes a musical with piranha plants. Yeah, it, it becomes an actual <laughs> musical number. It's ridiculous. It's some. Um, if you ever played Ma, Rayman Origins, yes, they have I was a lot of say, levels like that. It's very similar. Yeah, it's very very creative, very good. By the way, Rayman Origins probably the the most purest 2D platformer ever made, if you're if we're being honest. Very solid game, worth yeah. a look. But uh, Mario Wonder, but I was going to say, what, is it, what does it say about a series that's been going on for 40 years that you can introduce these things and people just accept it? There's no need for story, there's no need for explanation. Okay, Mario is an elephant now. And, you know, it just happens. So, I mean, it's at least he's not a cat anymore. He used to always want to be a cat, climb on walls, jump around, glide. It was ridiculous. The elephant's not quite as OP. It's great. Uh, other games that came out, though, there's more than just these two big mm-hmm. games. You got Assassin's Creed Mirage from Ubisoft. It's available on Ubi Pro, uh, Ubi Play Pro, Ubi, Ubi, Ubi. Connect Pro. Uh, I'm validated by this game, by the way. I, I've been saying for years to you, um, competitively, that I always felt that the previous trio of Assassin's Creed games were too damn long and they were too much. 
and I think I'm not alone, and I think this game it, it addresses definitely, that. It definitely seems that the, the side of the people who wanted less for their money has won out. Ah, because, but uh, it's less yeah. money, though, too. It's cheaper. Well, that's true. It is a little bit cheaper, and again, it's on Ubi Play Connect Ubi, Ubi. Pro Plus, or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> um, it is a, a step back to the earlier days of Assassin's Creed. Uh, starting from Assassin's Creed Origins, we were definitely trying to go a little bit more action RPG style with these games. And Mirage kind of rolls all that back. Um, let's just say that today when you stab somebody, they're going to die. Yeah, I mean, that's usually what happens. But um, but what do you think, though? Has Have the fan outcry been validated? Um, I think these are two different kinds of games. Mm-hmm. I think um, I, I could see a world where we keep doing more action RPGs and a world where we keep doing more games like this and they would both be equally valid because they're both pretty good. Um, I will say that... I do, to some degree, miss the sense of progression that the action RPGs had. Um, from step one in uh, Mirage, you feel pretty powerful because you are. Uh, but outside of getting some you know, relatively minor upgrades and some new gadgets, you don't really feel like you become that much more powerful over the course of the game to me. I do. I agree with you, though. I agree that you, it doesn't have to be all one thing. I mean, we just talked about Mario, and that's Mario. And, you know, is given everything. the fact that they're they're apparently developing like three or four more Assassin's Creed games, I think they probably yeah. agree, and I would imagine we're going to see more action RPGs too. Assassin's Creed Go Kart. Yeah, quite possibly. I can I can only hope. It happened. Um, but that's not the only big exciting new game coming out. Uh, we have. A surprise game, actually. I didn't even think about this until maybe a couple days before it came out because it was uh, just kind of dropped on us out of nowhere. Uh, they made a sequel to Alan Wake. Yeah. Uh, Alan I, Wake 2 is a thing. Which a lot of people th- thought would never happen. I, I certainly didn't think it would happen. Now, at the end of uh, Remedy is the developers of this game. They made Max Payne. They made Control. Uh, they made a game called Quantum Break that many of us might have forgotten. And at the end of Quantum Break, um, there was a teaser for what everybody thought was going to be Alan Wake 2. And lo and behold, now, Alan Wake 2 is a good game. Uh, I you know, I started playing on Friday, and I sat down with it at like 3, and I got up at 8, not even knowing where the time had went. <laughs> this game's amazing. It's one of my favorites this year, actually. But it's interesting, both because you know, it's more of what you come to expect. I could talk about it and say that it's like Alan Wake and there's more of it and et cetera, et cetera. Or I could talk about the surrounding hilarious cultural aspect of it. Because <laughs> if you're going to play on PC, you got to play it from the Epic Game Store. Yeah, is that really an issue, though? I mean, unless, so you, I unless, you, unless I, you have I a Steam Deck. Have to say, I personally don't think it's an issue. And also the Steam Deck can, uh, can run Epic Games. Just to fiddle with a little bit, it's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, the hilarious part of it, you know, is... As we've steadily watched the collapse of like forums and gaming news and such into what amounts to, you know, gaming news is mostly just clickbait and content forming now. And uh, what used to be forums like gaming communities has been condensed down to what amounts to Reddit. And Reddit, by its design, it's kind of it, it kind of pushes for like a homogenous um, uh, opinion sort of thing. Uh, basically, if you don't agree with what Reddit thinks, Reddit will keep you from expressing your views. Uh, which means that people get the idea that Epic Game Store is terrible. It's not. It's a store. It's like getting very worked up about whether you go to Kmart or Walmart. And it doesn't really matter to me. It shouldn't matter to you. Uh, what should matter to you is whether the games are good. Point being, I talk about all that because Alan Wake 2 in particular is interesting because it was funded by Epic. It is exclusive to the Epic Game Store because if Epic hadn't paid for it, the game wouldn't exist. Yeah, but they don't care. People are—I mean, these people are tribal. 
They, they hey, want you what know, they want. And I've always, as I've always said, you know, if you're not the one getting paid from the sales, then don't worry about it. If you're not the one getting laid off by the studio, then don't worry about it. They'll figure themselves out. It's fine. Point being, Alan Wake is a good game. Uh, you should probably play it on PC. It's got some pretty ridiculous system requirements. Uh, I have a very fancy PC, and I still have to use DLSS to make it run effectively, so... Keep that in mind. Maybe put it on console if you don't have a really nice computer. I'll say this. Uh, um, I'll, I'll say this. I, 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 you texted me about this yesterday, and I texted back. I am very happy to see the return of flashlight horror because we haven't had good flashlight horror in a while. We've had walking simulators, but not actual flashlight horror. So you guys will not believe how many times he's tried to make this flashlight horror thing a thing, and I just keep ignoring his text about it. Call, I don't know what else to call it. He keeps like, like, Alec has a flashlight. Hey, it's, it's flashlight horror. It's a horror it's game about a... flashlights. Go yeah. for it, flashlights. And I just don't respond <laughs> to it, and he keeps fishing for it, it. It will happen. Yeah, I'll keep it alive. I will. He, he keeps trying so hard. Let's I give the man some credit. Give me get, look. I gotta I gotta define something. Okay, some it, it's not called caramups. Okay, we can make this work. Hey, you know maybe maybe we can. <laughs> uh, we do have a genre that a genre that hey. I I named and hey. I created, and that genre is called the Souls like. It was me. I'm the first person to ever call them that. I've decided uh, I'm not at all. But uh, there's a new one. It's called Lords of the Fallen. Uh, it is the sequel to a an older Souls like from the days when. Uh, essentially making a clone of Dark Souls was not quite the money-printing machine it was today. It's one of the first Souls clones. Uh, we decided, uh, by we, I mean our people of Focus Interactive, decided to bring Lords of the Fallen back and made a new one, and here it is. And it's, it's out, and you can play it, and it's hard. It's really, really hard. Uh, big disclaimer, it's got the exact same name of the other one. so It does, so you, you'll get confused probably. I don't know why they do that. Like... Like, it's funny because initially when this was announced, they called it the Lords of the Fallen, which was how they were differentiating it. Uh, <laughs> however, if you were to buy the game and look at your Steam list, it's still called Lords of the Fallen. You know, you can get away with this crap if you're like Led Zeppelin or Seal, you know, or you could just rename your album over and over again. But this is like ridiculousness on, you know, like Fast and the Furious. Where yeah, it's like, like fast, I, yeah, the names. I feel like like confusing people by giving it the name of your previous game wouldn't even like make you extra money because your previous game is so old it costs like a dollar. What's the subtitle cost? Like, yeah, just, it could it be Lords of the Fallen Origin? Something to differentiate. Lords Look, of the Fallen Flashlight. Horror. I'll, I'll say this: I'll, Flashlight. Horror. I don't think there's any flashlights in here, but I'll say this: um, when you run you a website, a what is a lantern but an old flashlight? Uh, you know what's funny? Tr- fun story about this. Uh, here's a little FYI for you. Uh, last week, I was in the mid- I was in the Ozarks, and we visited an underground cave. Right. And they showed us how the old-timey people did flashlights. And what you did is you took a candle, and you took a can, like a coffee can or whatever a can constituted 100 years ago was, and you stick sure. the candle inside the can. Not only does it protect your hand from the wax, but it actually focuses the light into a flashlight. Ooh. It was actually pretty cool. Like, I've fancy, never seen fancy. such a thing. Yeah, I'm so, start doing that. So if you ever get stuck in a cave, and you have a wax candle and a can... Like, always be prepared. You, Absolutely. too, can have a flashlight. You just need matches. You know, that's a great thing to do that I should investigate. But yeah. other things it, involving investigation... Oh, I see what you did. Uh, yeah. The next thing we're talking about is Detective Pikachu Returns, which I hate to say it, I've not played, yeah, this, but I should. This came in with a very little fanfare. Yeah, the, the problem here is that this dropped, I believe, around the same time as, you say, your Lords of the Fallen. I think Assassin's Creed might come out on the same day. Uh, Mario Wonder was shortly about to be out. This game was kind of sent out to die. 
Um, from what I've read, it's Weird. pretty good, and certainly I will say the movie based on Detective Pikachu is fantastic. Big, and that's the thing, big big hit with Ryan Reynolds. Like I, yeah, yeah that game. That, sorry, that movie was excellent and did very well in the box office, and this game probably sold pretty well as a result. But I haven't played it. Um, I should. When um, the movie came out, I remember we were talking, and I did I send you or did you buy? Were there Pikachu cupcakes involved? Uh, I'm. Somebody, it might have been you. It, it may have been, been you. It's mostly yeah, me. You know what? You sent them to me. I sent you cupcakes. I did not eat them because they were bad by the time they got here. <laughs> They're probably bad by the time I sent them. But uh, they came from, by the way, FYI, they don't don't eat gas station cupcakes. But but no, it, it was what it's thing. I was I was actually shocked that, to learn this game had come out. I know that sounds funny. How come I don't know everything about everything? But I'm shocked that a Pikachu game based on a best-selling franchise came out and very few people were talking about it. I really was. Yeah, I mean, there was just a lot a lot of other things to talk about. For instance, yeah. uh, Forza Motorsport got a reboot, I guess, is what this is? You never know. I mean, it could be the Lords of the Fallen thing all over again. It's yeah, that- well, for Forza Motorsport, we're talking about the new one, not the one from, like, 2006. Yeah. Um, I have yet to play it, which is funny because I do have it installed. It's on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and I have Game Pass, and you should have Game Pass too, but I've yet to play it. I was reading that it was primarily set up to be a games-as-a-service sort of situation. So I've also heard it was pretty buggy when it came out. So with that kind of yeah. game, you give it a couple weeks, maybe it's in better shape. But I've not played it yet. Uh, I will defer to our typical racing writer, Herman Exum. Yeah, he's. Uh, he's I know he's playing it. So it's... Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, I've always been a fan of the Forza games. Uh, we could talk about Gran Turismo versus Forza, but Forza has been less simulation heavy. So there you go. Yep. Uh, so games about speed, though. I mean, you got Forza, uh, but you've also got Sonic Superstars. <sighs> talk about bad timing. Um, so... uh, but what I have heard about this one is that it's essentially a spiritual successor to Sonic Mania that came out and did really well a little bit ago, but uh, it is not as good as, well, as Sonic Mania. Interesting. Uh and I will say that it's not as good as anything because it's a Sonic game. It's <laughs> not not very good. Well, here's the thing: it, uh, in, instead of building off the momentum of Sonic Mania, which everybody liked, right? Every, even though it was basically just a retread with it was fan a fan fiction, game, really. But it, the fans did it better. They did a good job, from what I've heard. Did it better. Um, they decided to follow that up with Sonic Frontiers, a buggy thing, and then they decided to get a new developer. Sonic for Frontiers this. Was, was pretty good. One of the better ones I've played. Uh, you know, I mean, some people like uh, 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog, so who, who's to say? But uh, You know, some people like Sonic the period. Yeah, it's hard, hard to say. Here's the thing. Um, regardless if this game's any good or not, like you haven't played it, um, but I was going to say, uh, whoever released the game probably needs to be released from their job because they, they slotted it right between, they slotted it on the same day that Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2 came out. Just a fantastic idea that I'm sure went over yeah. great for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it exists, and I'm sure that in a couple weeks you'll be able to get it on sale for like 20 bucks. at which point it's probably worth playing. Uh, a game that I did buy mm-hmm. and have played. Uh, Ghost Runner 2 also involved going around really fast. And <laughs> um, so... If you've not played the first Ghost Runner, it's basically a first-person take on something like Hotline Miami. Um, you are a cybernetic ninja who can run on walls and throw shuriken and slash people with a katana and cut through people's bullets and all that cool stuff. And uh, you die in a single hit, but you are more durable than you'd think because you're very fast. You can dodge stuff. It's super cool. Ghost Runner 2 is more of that, and now you have a motorcycle. Is it, um, is it a roguelite? You. Uh, it has a it has a roguelike uh, don't don't say roguelite. Ugh. I don't know what to call it. Like I don't it, know these names. No, just don't just don't don't say roguelite. Period. Ugh, well, what, do you, what what kind of what do you describe a game where you die and you keep re- you have to keep dying over and over? That that is a roguelike. With rogue. A K. 
are, are you pulling a money python on me? I, I am. <laughs> um, yep. um, yeah, so this game does have one of those modes, but the, it, has lots of, it also has a full-on campaign and story mode, which is not like that. The, hey. the roguelike thing is a, a separate mode that you can also play. Okay. Well, I mean, you. I was. Uh, rec- you were. I was asking for you know advice on boomer shooters. I, I hate the name, but it is what it is. Um, I don't think they. It's, call al- it- it's almost as bad as roguelite, but not quite. Well, the thing is, I think everybody thinks boomer shooter because you're old, but I actually think they call them boomer shooters because there's a lot of boom from boomsticks. That's how I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, because no no eighty year old except John Carpenter is playing first person shooters. And by the way, John Carpenter apparently big gamer. Loves first-person shooters. I'm not making that up. So, anyway, Ghost Runner two. So those are the biggies. So what about the? Yeah, those are all the big the... ones. There's also some other smaller stuff that will knock yeah. out super quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few of these games are buggy and crap on release. <laughs> First one is City Skylines two. Uh, has a whole lot of AI generated little people in this city building game, and the problem is that they didn't do their culling correctly. Uh, so every single one of these little AI generated people is fully generated down to their teeth, and it's rendered at all times. So. Uh, even if you have a 4090 and a big fancy CPU, you can get 30 FPS. Can I ask you a question on this real quick um, and never again? Sure. So this, all this AI stuff, and I'm not AI-phobic. I don't think AI is going to turn into Terminator and kill us yet. But sure. But the fact is you have all this talk about AI books, AI songs, AI this. Why sh- If someone doesn't bother to make the game, why should I be bothered to play the game? Um, I'm just increasingly coming around the idea that all these articles and stuff and these think pieces about AI are increasingly written by AI. AI to make us... The, they're all yeah. the same. They, they all say the same things like, oh no, what if they end the world? Like, none of them are worth reading. It's all AI. Yeah, it makes sense. Think, Although, it could, or, it, or it could just be really bad writers. Ah, those don't exist in 2023. Oh, by the way, I, I will say this before we, we talk about the next games. If you are a really bad writer and you're complaining about pennies and SEO, uh, go to McDonald's and notice that they have those tablets now replacing the actual cashiers. And they ask for tips. You're next. So just be careful. Absolutely. Uh, Other games that came out were in a pretty bad state. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1. And I say a bad state. I wouldn't really call it a bad state. I would say that it's closer to like we expect some changes, some upgrades to these games. Now, nah, these are pretty straight renditions of these games with some cool bonus content, but I'll tell you a story about this collection, though. A story? Gather around. I'll give you a story. So, the other day, I'm like, hey, this this Master Collection Volume 1 looks pretty cool. I should purchase a copy and play it when I feel like playing it. It's a good idea, right? To buy yeah. a game, play the game yeah, later. Just put it uh, away. So, so, I went on Humble Bundle, the Humble Store, where I have an account, and I, I subscribe to their their monthly choice thing, which is a great deal. You get games every month and it also gives you a discount. So I go to their store and I find a copy of this master collection, this Metal Gear Solid Master Collection. It's $48, right? So I click on the one that says Metal Gear Solid 1 Master Collection and I purchase it. And do you know what it gave me? The NES game? It gave me Metal Gear Solid 1. Yeah. And only... Metal By the way, Gear Solid 1. Now, is that the NES or is that the, uh, what was this? Is Metal the- Gear Solid is the PlayStation 1. Oh, oh, Metal I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I yes. forgot. Okay, I, I'm going to hell for saying this. But I was going to say... Probably, yes. But what was the... Um, what was the, the other, issue. What was the other system that Metal Gear actually came on? The Japanese... Is it FM? Mar- MSX. Was it F- S- okay, then you're right. Sorry. All right, back to the story. Um, <laughs> so it turns out you can buy each individual game from this collection on Humble for $48. And you can also buy the full collection with all the games for 
$48. I know, but what if you only want the one? I, I couldn't tell you. Point being, uh, that's a little ridiculous. And yeah, talk support. Yeah, I, I, you should I, not, not say anything bad about Humble, but Humble, if you're listening, help me out here. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbo Charge. I've not played this, but I did play the old NES Hot Wheels game, and it was pretty um, good. The, the, the first one was pretty fun. It's available on, I think it's on Game Pass, but it's available on everything. Um, I've, uh, heard, I've heard less good things about the sequel. So. I see. That's all I gotta say about it. But it's Hot Wheels. By the way, Hot Wheels. Uh, did you know about this? Uh, Barbie was the biggest movie of the year. Shockingly, um, yep. it's gonna start the Hasbro universe, and they've already announced the next movie is gonna be Hot Wheels. The Hasbro universe, great. Yeah. That's, what we, that's exactly what it needs. Oh, Mattel, or is it Mattel? I'm sorry. I think it's Mattel. I'm so sorry. Hasbro is Transformers and uh, GI Joe. Sorry. Either way, we definitely need another cinematic universe. I think we're a little bit short on those. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that game exists. I haven't played it. Who knows if it's good. Um, last few games, knock them out real quick. Wizard with a Gun, latest game from Clay. Uh, Clay, who is known for Don't Star, Wizard with a Gun is a lot like Don't Star. If you like Don't Star, play Wizard with a Gun. Uh, has co-op, but only for one other person. So it's two-player only. Uh, the actual experience of playing it, and I have played a little bit of it. It's a bit like Don't Starve, except with firearms. You run around, you shoot stuff, you collect items, you craft things. You've played a survival crafting game. Uh, I always talk about tree punching, which is like what I call the the tedious first parts of these games in my reviews. Um, in this game, it's tree shooting. So that's an upgrade. We're getting there. It's something. Yeah. Yep. Uh, last couple games, Gargoyles Remastered. Gargoyles was a an old Disney show. A lot of people like it. Um, had a game back on the Genesis way back when in the same vein as like the Lion King game from back in, the, in those days. And we have remastered it. You can buy the remastered copy I, uh, right now. That's more of that. I was going to say, um, I was mistaken. A lot of people thought this was by way forward, which they're sort of the kings that sort of remastering these things. Um, I don't think it is way forward. Um, but I will say this. They just announced they're going to remake Gargoyles as a live action series. Oh, great. Sign yeah, me up. I, I, don't, uh, yeah. I don't know if uh, we speaking, need speaking of things that I'm not enthusiastic all about, yeah. Resident Evil Village is now on iOS. Um, that is because <laughs> it is one of the uh, big, heavy-hitting, big-selling games for the new iPhone 14 Pro Max. I will say this. Uh, good, good on Apple for releasing a phone that can play games on quality on par with your console that has bad on apple for releasing that phone when it will catch on fire in your hands (laughs) if you try think about this think about this the three big problems the phone has the uh, by the way we're talking about the 15 pro whatever sorry the 15 pro max yeah if you just got that normal iphone 15 you can't play it but but um overheating screen burning poor battery life it sounds like a great gaming console yeah, boy, it's got all the all the same problems we had back in the day with Woo. the actual original Game Boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not Wonderful. laughing because it's funny. It's just silly. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, so aside from that, we also have the Sircana numbers. Sircana used to be called the NPD. We got these numbers from September 2023, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about them real quick because that's real what quick. we do every month. But keep in mind, number one, if these sales aren't making you money, and they're <laughs> not, I promise you, they don't really matter. Number two, these sales are reported by the publishers to Sircana, so who knows if to tell the truth? I don't know. You don't know. Uh, finally, these sa- uh, sales numbers are for entertainment purposes only. And also, there's a guy named Matt Piscatella. Uh, he's kind of the face of Sircana these days because he did really well in that front a few years back. We helped. Met him once at E3. Did you actually meet him physically? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I know he's been on this po- this very podcast a couple Wait, times. We went and got uh, tequila together. Margaritas really? together. Yeah, he's yeah. a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's, he's enjoying the fact that he's the only person on Earth doing this legitimately. 
So yep. go figure. Yep. So yeah, here we are. But first, real quick, we'll talk about a few overarching trends. Uh, growth in digital premium download spending. That means you're not getting the box in a game, but that's fine because those are hard to store and they can break easily. Uh, hardware spending has fallen down. I'm going to guess that's because it's easier to get hardware and people already have it these days. Additionally, uh, we have the holiday boom coming up. Please look forward to that. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that we talk about with this stuff is the top 20 best-selling games in the United States. Frankly, it's the best part. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. So I will say this. One piece of it, one piece of thing that Circana uh, does not talk about because they are indebted to the publishers. Sorry, Matt is Microsoft released their earnings report. And yep. in the earnings report, um, Xbox uh, Xbox sales are down quite a bit, like 7%. Yep. Which, because, I mean, all the good stuff you're going to play on Xbox, you could also play on a gaming PC yes. and other stuff besides. So, so. When, so when you hear some of these nice numbers from Microsoft, and they are nice on the software side, it's probably because the PC is picking up the slack. Let's just be Absolutely true. The other thing we'll talk about real mm-hmm. quick is the fact that Often these don't include digital sales, yes. but don't worry about that. Now, yep. uh, a lot of the times when we do this, I'll be like, oh, wow, look at this game that we didn't expect to be on this list. That's amazing. Uh, that's not the case this time. No, that's this a pretty good stuff. list. This is a pretty yeah, good this list. This is all stuff that you'd probably expect. Yeah, and you probably want to play. This is a good, like I said, this is a really stacked list. Yeah, this list is full of – this has been a good year for games. and it continues. It's been a good few years for games, but this one especially has a lot of cool stuff. Anyway, point being, mm-hmm. uh, number 20 is Diablo 4. Uh, number 19 is Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, which has gotten a lot more attention because it's adding a uh, a PvE focus mode. So Sea of Thieves, for the longest time prior to this, was a game focused on player versus player content, uh, which people didn't like because they're tiny babies and they don't like having their ships sank. Well, the good news for them, uh, for these tiny babies, is that now there is a player versus environment mode that seriously disincentivizes PvP. In fact, it might not even have it at all. I haven't looked too much into it because I'm not a tiny baby, but it exists now. It's a thing. People are buying Sea of Thieves because of it. Uh, grab it with your friends if you don't want to get sunk because uh, I would have been the one I would have been the one sinking. And like I said, this is interesting. We always say these games are on Game Pass. True. But yep. if it's on this list, that means it's obviously selling something. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number 18 is Elden Ring, of course. Number 17, Gran Turismo 7. Uh, number 16 is uh, Siege, of course. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. Hilariously rendered here as Rainbow Six Siege Tom Clancy's. Uh, number mm-hmm. 15 is Mario Kart 8, by which we mean Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch. Mm-hmm. 14 is Minecraft. 13 is Tears of the Kingdom, which is not going anywhere. Uh, it did manage to bump off Breath of the Wild, hilariously enough. Yeah. Uh, n- number 12 is RE4, Resident Evil 4, the 2023 remake. Number 11 is Jedi Survivor. Uh, fascinating, because that is on EA Play Pro. You don't have to buy this game to play it, but a lot of people are, it's, looks uh, like. It's coming on, and it's coming to last-gen consoles, I th- is it? Sure is, very is soon. It? Yeah, so it'll, it'll stay around for a while. Which, that's impressive, because that game ran like crap when it first came out. Yeah, it, it, it really does make you realize that the, the biggest thing separating the current gen from the last gen is basically fidelity at this point yeah. in performance. Much. Uh, I mean, since I would say the PS3 era, we've all just been playing on bad gaming PCs when we were playing on console. Yeah. Um, number 10 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the remake from 2022. And number 9 is Hogwarts Legacy. Number 8 is Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. That is a fantastic game. You should play it if you haven't. Uh, number seven is the Crew Motorfest, which we'll see how that and Gran Turismo stack up you, with Forza Motorsport. You surprised me. Didn't you review this game? 
I did. I yeah. actually quite liked it. I was going to say, you don't review a lot of racing stuff, so you must have liked So I, I like these open-world kind of – these open-world arcade-ish kind of racers. I think Herman's more of a fan of the um, Sim. of the more simulator. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's, but, you know, he's, I play something like the Crew Motor Fest. It reminds me of those days well, back when playing Daytona. Let me put it this way. Herman likes going to CES for the cars. Can we say that? Ah. So. I like going to CES for Vegas, so that's, <laughs> that's where we differ. Uh, number six is NBA 2K24. Number five is Payday 3. I guess you can play that now. Uh, mm-hmm. For about a week or two after it came out, you could not. The servers didn't work. Uh, but that's also on Game Pass, by the way. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. You should buy it anyway. Play, play it on Game Pass. Uh, number four, uh, Madden NFL 24 is football. Number three, EA Sports FC 24. It's not called FIFA. FIFA. Yeah, FIFA. That's, what we, that's what we were chatting about last time. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the name is. It still sells. Yeah, everybody knows it's FIFA because it's FIFA. Yeah, it's FIFA 24. Uh, number two is Mortal Kombat 1, which is a good game that I didn't like quite as much as Mortal Kombat 11. Well, that's because you played the Switch version. How dare you? Gross. And finally, Starfield, unsurprisingly, did fantastically Uh, well. Yeah, kudos to Microsoft. I don't think they've ever had a first-person game in this generation as number one. I can't imagine. But again, this is a game that was digital only. Even if you bought the physical copy, it was digital only. That's Uh, the direction we're going, and people are real mad about it. But then I remind them, hey, uh, what happens when your disc gets scratched? What happens when they break? What happens when your mom sells them because you live in her basement? It also also validates the Game Pass as a service because a lot of people have uh, erroneously thought because they don't understand metrics and, you know, tie-ins. But you could get a Game Pass subscription. You could buy a Game Pass. You could buy a Game Pass subscription ten dollars to get this game. People went out and bought this game anyway. And I think what Game Pass does and PS Plus or whatever it's called, they basically are the modern equivalents to renting for a lot of people. You can try something before you buy it. You know, and, absolutely. And that's what happens. You know, here hey, and and they don't charge you late fees. And you know, you know, it's funny. Um, this game is very divisive, but it seems like most people liked it. I know, even I mean, you weren't the biggest fan, but you kind of liked it. You didn't hate it. Starfield, Starfield's all right. It's yeah. definitely a gaming comfort food. I, it's not going to turn your brain on at all. Let's go with that. You know what's funny? You talked about this being a great year for games, and it really was. I mean, honestly, 2023 is one of the best years I've ever seen for high-quality stuff. There's been some stinkers, but for the most part, it's been pretty good. Um, you had so many really good games this year, Corey, that were either really, really innovative and really, really spectacular and brand new to varying degrees. Then you had games like Starfield, and I, and I would say Spider-Man too, that don't really rock the boat, but they're pretty competent for the most part, and they give you what you want. And so, yeah, I do you think Starfield will hang around for a while, or do you think it's it's a one and done? Oh no, I think we're gonna we're gonna see a whole bunch of fancy fancy DLC for it, and that will probably help. Okay, yep. like but that's really all the stuff we've got as far as Sarkana goes. Okay. I mean, yeah. good list, though. Very, very diverse. Yeah, no, these are rock-solid games as ever. Uh, but there's a few other bits of news we'll talk about real quick. Very One quick. of these is the fact that there is now a PlayStation 5 Slim. And let me tell you, finally, it looks a lot like the regular PlayStation 5. <laughs> the cool thing about it, though... Is that you can take off well one of the if you buy the digital one you can take off a big old chunk of the right side of it and put in a disc drive you quick. can convert it into a disc based PS5. Now here's the thing though quick question do uh, it's basically there are going to be two editions there's going to be the Blu-ray disc and one without but Correct. the one without still has the capability of adding the Blu-ray which the that other is one the point didn't. I just made yes but the but they are the same console like if you buy yes. even if you buy the higher end one you could still take off the drive. Right? Correct. Yes, as, okay. as I just said. Okay. Sorry. It's just it's a little confusing. <laughs> it, it's confusing. I understand because no no console has really ever done that before. It makes um, sense that it, it's a little bit weird. Kind of. 
the Xbox 360 kind of did it. You remember with um with the with the hard drive? H- yes. No, no HD DVD. When um when the PlayStation 3 came out, it was really expensive. It was six hundred dollars. Remember? And it had Blu-ray. It had all the giz giz bangos. And Xbox 360 didn't choose Blu-ray. It chose HD DVD from Toshiba. So yes. they had that they had that additional drive that you had to stick in the back and plug it on to get HD movies. Yes. It did not succeed. <laughs> so, it did not succeed at all. It did not succeed. Um, gotcha. But, so um, other things on here, we got a... Uh, there's a Five Nights at Freddy's movie, speaking of video game movies, this week, and this one's apparently doing really well. Came out this uh, week, in fact. This one's doing very well. In fact, this one is doing better than anybody ever thought it could possibly do. Um, it's going to be one of the biggest video game movies of all time. It actually beat Sonic the Hedgehog. In fact... By the end of next week, it'll be the second biggest video game movie of all time after Mario. Yep, who, who, and that's and, pretty exciting. And finally, I, this barely even merits mention. <laughs> I was scraping. You were, you were struggling a bit, huh? I, was um, scraping. I told you there's no news. Mortal so. Kombat 1 Halloween Fatality costs $10. Oh, no. I saw Did you see it? It's got the pumpkin, the jack-o'-lantern. Uh, let me let me open it real quick. Is that now? I have to find out for myself if why it's worth they, my ten dollars. Why didn't they get this for free? Why didn't they just here you go, Happy Halloween? Like of, of anything, they could have done a, a good gesture. Uh, many players had. Wow, well, this is one of those things where like there, it was a slow news day, so we just like repost things from Twitter and Reddit. Yeah, well, Twitter is the newsmaker. Or sorry, yeah. X. X. X, sorry, X, formerly Twitter. Yeah, Do yeah. not buy that season fatality. Reddit user u slash brokey the reaper posted. His name is Brokey the Reaper, and he can't afford ten dollars. Why are we even reading this you know crap? What? Anyway, he, this he, has been the state of gaming. Brokey bought it. You know, he maybe did. that's why he's Brokey. Maybe he was Richie Reaper before, but now he bought his ten dollars fatality, and he's Brokey the Reaper, and he's warning us all against it. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, yeah. All I know is anyway. Yes, yeah, state yeah. of gaming. State of gaming. Uh, good state. Good Halloween, by the way. A lot of good stuff. Um, once again, Corey, thank you very much. I don't know. Do you have any Halloween plans? Um, I might hand out candy, or I might hand out water distributed from a hose if the kids get on my nerves. We'll see. You are you are at that point in your life where you are in between kid and grumpy old man. That's and true. So we'll get there. We'll get there. You'll get there. And with that, everybody get there. Have a safe, happy Halloween. Brush your teeth. Don't eat candy with razor blades. And if the package is open, give it to your friend you don't like. And watch out because you might go to a house, a mysterious, creepy house, and you'll go up there in your costume and you'll ring yeah. the doorbell and go, trick or treat, and they'll give you a $10 fatality. Or an apple. What's bum, bum, bum. Oh, bring a flashlight. Happy Halloween. Bye bye. Flashlight. <laughs> bye bye. See you on the next level. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pop Zara podcast. Remember to like, follow, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or service.